all the wedding anniversary celebrants. Last night, those of us who were here, we had a great time with the Lord. Come on, put your Amen. hands together for what God did last night. I want to bless God for those who were not with us for a while. Sister Jackie, welcome back. Um, anyone else and everyone else, I said Dimples. Dimples was our worship minister some time ago. And it's always a blessing, Yvonne, just to see you. Put your hands together for her, please. I see Pastor Joy by extension beside her, who uh, was our assistant pastor for many years. Also put your hands together for her. We give thanks for all those who continue to open up to what God wants to do in Jubilee Worship Center. Uh, a difference is made because of you. Amen. Amen. Lift the hand up of the person, your hand that you're holding, and begin to give God thanks for them. Begin to tell God thanks for something. Something. Whether you know or you don't know, we're giving God thanks for each other. We're giving God thanks for life that that person can at least hallelujah stand beside you stand with you they 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 are still breathing eh we take those things for granted but we have to say thank you lord for that individual not for us now but for someone else who received victory from the lord who who received an anointing from the lord who God answered prayer from Almighty God. Hallelujah. That God moved in their situation and he turned it around. Uh, that God is still smiling with them. Hallelujah. That, that they serve a merciful God. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but this morning I'm giving God thanks uh, that I serve a merciful God. Uh, where I deserve death and judgment. Uh, God, hallelujah, is merciful uh, towards me. Oh, Reba Koshaka Robobo City. Where I could have died. Uh, uh, where I could have been mad out of my mind. Uh, I'm clouded uh, and in my right mind. Uh, hallelujah. Somebody give God the glory for somebody next to you. Hey, uh, uh, Robo, the gunshot didn't reach them. Uh, the gunshot didn't reach them. A stab wound didn't get them. Stroke didn't take them out. A heart attack didn't take them out. Come on, give God thanks for somebody next to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my sister. Thank you, Lord, for your grace that is being poured out uh, upon her. Thank you, Lord, uh, 
that your strength is made perfect in her times uh, of weakness uh, thank you Lord that you're the way maker that you're still saving keeping uh, and satisfying her Lord that she's tasting and seeing uh, that you're good you're good you're good you're good you're good you're merciful she's tasting and seeing uh, that you're sweet sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb thank you mighty God thank you Lord we declare strengthening we declare uplifting edification and comfort for your people today father thank you for the move of your spirit indeed thank you Lord thank you thank you mighty God hallelujah there are angels in the house uh, that God has released uh, for your breakthrough, uh, for your healing, uh, for your deliverance. Uh, the angels of God, uh, the ministering spirits uh, of God are encamped uh, round about us. Uh, come on, somebody, rejoice! Uh, uh, for God Almighty is with us, uh, He's with you. Uh, hey, uh, He will never leave nor forsake you thank you Lord now go ahead and give them a hug a holy hug a holy kiss bless them as we make our way to our seats thank you so much I see an overflow from last night couples ministry and singles ministry and now point no finger but you know huh? bless God well these are exciting times these are exciting times to be alive amen some of us are getting it some of us are excited some of us know what i'm talking about because god is moving in your life come on somebody that day the devil can't get the praise ah you have a victory come on honey if you want to dance go ahead and dance you're not distracting me ah david rejoice and dance before the lord because he knew his God uh, and what God is doing. Uh, uh, if you know what God is going with, uh, come on, somebody. Hey, hey. Uh, don't let me stop you. Uh, don't let me get in your way. Uh, somebody needs to rejoice. Uh, there is an open heaven uh, over you right now. Uh, there is a shekharabah. Victory, your victory, your victory, your victory, your victory is coming forth. Ah, you needed a breakthrough. Ah, your breakthrough is here. I'm came to make an announcement to you. The thing that you were praying about, God has released. Angels are releasing. Ascending, uh, and he said, Hey, uh, 
Somebody rejoice. Somebody rejoice. Somebody say, I receive. I receive. I receive. Come on, church. Come on, worship. I receive. tell somebody something whose report will you believe perhaps this week you heard an evil word that whatever you were praying for has been delayed but can I announce to you this afternoon at two minutes past twelve in this noonday watch, in this noonday hour, that God has released the breakthrough. It is yours. Your name is on that breakthrough. Grab a hold of it. Western Union, no fast enough. Not fast enough. There is an open heaven. I have a new talit. And I needed a witness. Because I said, God, if this is you, let me walk with this new talit. Because God says in this service today, there are people that are going to be raised up. There is going to be a shifting of your position. What the enemy has been speaking over you is a liar. Tell somebody a lie the devil a tell. Because the mantle of God is about to be passed over you. Like Elisha about to be called in the ministry of the prophet. Are you ready this afternoon? Somebody give God the glory. Somebody shout. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Open up your spirit, open up your mind. There's a shifting. Somebody says shift, shift. Mountains are moving, mountains are rooted up. Strongholds are crumbling. What seemed impossible? Somebody said possibility 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 you came here waiting on God well God is here somebody said possibility I receive 
receive my miracle, my healing. It's mine. That miracle, it's mine. Give it to me. I receive it. I'm ready for it. I receive. Help somebody, help somebody, help somebody, help somebody get it. Uh, help somebody get what God uh, has ordained for them today. Come on, church of God, uh, you better get ready. Somebody has prayed uh, and got on their knees uh, in a long time, uh, but God is in the building today. God, hey, shaka robo touch somebody, loose them from the chain, uh, loose them from the shaka loose them from the bondage because God is coming amongst his people he's rending the heavens he has come down in our midst come on if you're a worshiper you know what to do touch him with your worship touch him with your praise touch him with some thanksgiving give him thanks enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise the way maker is in the house ah the chain breaker the chain breaker what chain a whole your long time gotta pop up the chain gotta pop up the chain gotta fly the gate somebody has been in a prison for a long time ah he's setting the captive free who is captive in the mind who is captive in the body? God is setting the captive. The chain breaker is in the house. He's splitting the sea. He's renting the veil in two. Oh, he's loosing a wind of transformation in your life. This is a specific word for somebody at some point in your life witchcraft came against you they put a evil spell upon you whether you know it or not understand it or not don't matter God says today that witchcraft and that spell that they put on you that hex that vex is broken in the name of Jesus oh, the fire of God the fire of God is released against oh, that Jezebel that Jezebel spirit assigned over your life that witchcraft oh, to keep you down in your studies to keep you down in your career to keep you down in business uh, it's broken it's destroyed says the Lord somebody's been loose you're feeling your mind 
being released because the enemy the unclean spirit that was assigned to hold you down is leaving is leaving like the evil spirit the evil spirit that left Saul that evil spirit is going somebody shout for the victory Ah, somebody shout for the victory Go ahead and rejoice. Somebody rejoice. If you're gonna rejoice in the Lord, rejoice. Praise God. Put your hands together for what God is doing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. High five somebody as you are seating. High five somebody. Victory is in the house today. Victory is in the house. Victory, victory, victory. High five somebody else. <clears throat> Glory to God. Hey! Jesus. Hallelujah. There's a liberty in the house today. God is coming to meet his people. You have been waiting for a very long time for your breakthrough. You have been waiting for a long time for your touch, for your deliverance. Somebody came here today because God wanted to touch you. God wanted to move in your situation. God is releasing a miracle. My God, I want to preach. Oh, but I'm hovering. The Holy Ghost is just hovering right here. God is releasing your miracle. You've been sowing. You've been believing. Oh, you've been crying out for a long time glory to God glory to God father one more time we give you thanks for this word that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight Jesus name all God's people say amen amen this afternoon I want to release a word I believe the Lord has given for his church today the topic of the message is deep again for your time it's your time for your healing and miracle Deep again, for it's your time for your healing and miracle. I came today to speak your language. 
Because many times God is moving in our midst. And somebody goes back through the door and say, you know, I don't think I really received anything. Or maybe you are saying that yes, you did receive something. But then it's like it wasn't enough. You're still seeing the obstacle. You're still seeing the hindrance. You're still seeing that situation that is holding you back. Holding you down. I want to say to you, deep again. For it's your time for your healing and your miracle. Just before we dive in, I want to thank God for the technology that is available in this time, in this season. Because last week, a number of what are called podcasts were released over the channels. Can you put your hands together for that? We're in a new era, a new season. Put your hands together, church. Come on. At different times, persons say, boy, I don't want to leave church early. I don't want to miss the message. And we see persons take their cell phones and put it on the platform so that you can tape. Just in case you're on one of the channels, and by the way, you should at least be on one, the podcasts are taped. The messages are recorded. And at the end, they are the topic is given and they are released over the respective channels. So you can have the benefit of the message over the channels throughout the week. At the end of the day, you can listen again and bring back up the message and meditate on it. Amen? Amen. Praise God. God is a good God. Deep again. For it's your time for your healing and miracle. The text will be taken from 2 Kings chapter 5. 2 Kings chapter 5. 2 Kings. Second Kings chapter 5. No, at times we're not reading the word, so we're going to read the entire chapter today. Second Kings chapter 5, I'm reading from the new King James Version. If you're there, let's say, Amen. That was just 10% of the church. If we're there, let's say, Amen. Now, Naaman commander of the army of the king of Syria was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria he was also a mighty man of valor but a leper don't forget that part and the Syrians had gone out and raised and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel she waited on Naaman's wife then she said to her mistress if only my master were with the prophet 
who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his, prof of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, Thus and thus said the girl who is from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised, when this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter, that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive? that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy. Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. So it was. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot. And he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored to you and you shall be clean but Naaman became furious and went away and said indeed I said to myself he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the prophecy are not Abana and the far far the rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel could I not wash in them and be clean so he turned and went in a rage and his servants came near and spoke to him and said my father if the prophet had told you to do something great would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his aides, and came and stood before him and said, and he said, Indeed, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Now therefore, please take a gift from your servant. But he said, as the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive nothing 
and he urged him to take it, but he refused. So Naaman said, Then if not, please let your servant be given two mule loads of earth, for your servant will no longer offer either burnt offering or sacrifice to other gods, but to the Lord. Yet in this thing, may the Lord pardon your servant. When my master goes into the temple of Rimon to worship there, and he leans on my hand, and I bow down in the temple of Rimon, when I bow down in the temple of Rimon, may the Lord please pardon your servant in this thing. Then he said to him, go in peace. So he departed from him a short distance. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Look, my master has spared Naaman the Syrian, while not receiving from his hands what he brought. But as the Lord lives, I will run after him and take something from him. So Gehazi pursued Naaman, and when Naaman saw him running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me, saying, Indeed, just now, two young men of the sons of the prophets have come to me from the mountains of Ephraim please give them a talent of silver and two changes of garments so Naaman said please take two talents and he urged them and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of garments and handed them to two of his servants and they carried them on ahead of him. When he came to the citadel, he took them from their hand and stored them away in the house. Then he let the men go and they departed. Now he went and stood before his master, Elisha, his master, and Elisha said to him, Where did you go, Gehazi? And he said, Your servant did not go anywhere. Then he said to him, did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from his chariot to meet you? Is it time to receive money and to receive clothing, olive groves and vineyards, sheep and oxen, male and female servants? Therefore, the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and your descendants forever. And he went out from his presence, leprous, as white as snow. The word of the Lord. As I was being prepared by God, For the word last night when perhaps especially the couples or should be the couples maybe were eat 
drinking and making merry God had me up just in a time of waiting on him because as his word is going to be released I'm seeing in the realms of the spirit different persons grabbing a hold of what God is saying to you you need this word deep again for it's your time for your healing and miracle so the background is that Naaman the Syrian captain was a mighty man of valor his name was taken from a title of the sun god Ra it also means pleasantness he had strength he had skills he was a conqueror for the nation of Syria he was a man who led others he had other people up under him the Bible says he was a great man but there was a problem he had leprosy a disease that at the time especially in the nation of Israel once you had it you had to shout out unclean unclean you had to make an announcement you had to say that out loud so that others would not and could not come near Naaman was a great man but he had a problem how many times we see greatness in ourselves we see and feel the strength of God rise up within us bubble up within us we have word to give we write songs we feel like we are a mighty prayer warrior when we are charged with the power of God we can move mountains we can turn back the battle at the gate but underneath all of that greatness there is an issue that we are still struggling with there is something that can trip us and if others should know about that issue my God mm -mm. then they say Lord of mercy you know what melody I go on with Naaman was a great man a man of valor and the Bible says but he had leprosy I love the Lord I love to pray but there is a situation that is holding me back I love to come to the house of God I give my tithes and my offering faithfully but when I get back home I shout I holler I terrorize my family come on somebody I am a mighty worship leader 
But at night, I get on the internet and I look at things I'm not supposed to look at. There is a but in your life. There is a but that is holding you back from the next level of blessing. There is a but that is keeping you back from your miracle. There is a but that even though you spend all the money, you have surgical health card, you still can't see that healing breakthrough in your life. There is a but that only God can remove. Come on, somebody. Ah, come on, lift up your voice and say, Lord, remove my but. Remove that but from my situation. That but if I didn't have it oh I would have been further that but if I didn't have it I would be moving in the power and might on a greater level oh God remove that but you don't have to talk loud but everybody have a but <laughs> ah, you don't have to come up and testify about it but everybody have a but uh, uh, somebody uh, they might say yes uh, I love Jesus uh, but every now and then some lie uh, come out of my mouth some evil speaking uh, some evil communication uh, come out of my mouth uh, every now and then I swear and say some things there's a but uh, that God wants to shift uh, out of your life it's holding you back from your best self uh, uh, look, look at somebody and say I want to see my best self uh, in Jesus uh, I want to grow in the grace and the knowledge uh, of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, I want to come up uh, in a greater maturity I want to move up uh, in another realm uh, and another level I'm tired of stagnation uh, I'm tired of people telling me what I can do and what I hear that people say about me tired of all that junk I want to move in the next level come on somebody oh, God is about to give you some instructions that you have to be faithful to you have to be obedient to can I tell somebody that pride at times gets in the way pride goes before a fall and a hearty spirit before destruction tell somebody be prepared to dip because you need preparation to dip we want a miracle to be one two three but honey look at somebody and say sometime I know one two three we said tell them man sometime on a one two three it takes effort it takes determination you have to be willing to say I'm gonna press through until I press through who am I talking to this afternoon you're giving up too easily you're getting weary too easily you're listening to all kind of nengi nengi in your ears shut down them jokers shut them up 
uh, they're not making sense anyhow uh, there is one voice uh, that is speaking to you now uh, and he's setting you up uh, and preparing you for your healing uh, and your breakthrough uh, uh, tell somebody I'm ready for it uh, I'm ready I'm pressing through uh, I'm pushing away discouragement uh, I'm pushing away disappointment uh, enough of disappointment already I'm stepping over I'm running through troops uh, and I'm leaping over walls uh, large and freemasonry you can't stop me anymore revival is spirit uh, mother hope your man you can't stop me anymore satanic agent uh, you can't stop me anymore black witch or white witch you can't stop me anymore I'm moving into a new season of breakthrough of miracles of signs and wonders it's about to be my norm it's about to be the custom that I'm gonna walk through Naaman was a great man skillful but there was a but anointed to sing but there was a but there was some uncleanness as a worshiper we have to constantly go before God and say Lord cleanse me my favorite prayer one of them is creating me a clean heart oh and when you a right spirit within me that's not a one-time prayer saints that's not a one-time prayer church you have to always a prayer because even when you're not think sometimes there's a missing ah there's an uncleanness ah that is coming up from our soul but we have to say lord sanctify You gotta acknowledge that there's a problem. I'm taking my time because we shout over this, we dance over this. And sometimes people are going back to the door frustrated because they are not understanding what is required. Ah, pastor can live for you. So you have to live before God a certain way for yourself. And when the instruction come, you have to be prepared to be obedient to his every word. Prophet Elijah was a prophet that Elijah in 1 Kings 19 released his mantle upon him. We're going to come back to that later. But a true prophet was alive in Samaria. But Naaman 
was in Syria. There was distance between both places. And the truth is, they had war before. And so it is that Naaman was used to bring deliverance to Syria. He led Syria into victory. And so that's one of the reasons why he was seen as great. But there was another problem. Naaman wasn't in covenant with God. He was an idolater. He would at times, as he said further down in the chapter, be with his master in the idol temple. And the master would lean on him and he would wait on his master while his master would offer up worship to the false gods. Naaman was not in covenant with God. Can I tell you, it has nothing to do with where you are with God right now. God is still able to heal you and give you a miracle. Not because you are good, not because you have been faithful, but because he is God. He is sovereign. He is able. God will do what he wants to do. It's not about the all-night prayer meeting where we they go and we they lie down upon the altar. Sometimes we know they know where with God, but God still come true and gives us what we need. Oh, I don't know if I give the benediction right here, we would have had church because many times we are not as faithful to God. We are nowhere in our relationship. We have stopped praying a long time. Oh, we have stopped spending time in the Word, but God still protects protects us on the road God still provides for us, he still blow breath in our body come on somebody, he still cause the sun to shine oh, he still cause the seas to stay at the shores that we are not drowned while we are sleeping while we are going about our business we serve a merciful God, somebody stop right here and give him the glory So Elisha, the prophet, heard about the letter that was sent from the king of Syria to the king of Israel. And it almost started a crisis again. Because king can heal. King and a prophet. King and king. So when he saw the letter, he was suspicious and felt it was something to start war again and somehow 
the prophet heard about the crisis about the dilemma can I tell you God is raising up prophets again that guy here straight what is happening in the boardroom God is raising up prophets again that don't need nobody to whisper and give them no whatsapp but they are so connected to God they can hear what people are planning in the boardroom what people are cooking up come on somebody God is raising up a church he said what to God that all his people would prophesy there's a sharpness of the prophetic anointing that is coming the prophetic Wi-Fi is gonna pick up the sharpness from beginning to end somebody give God the glory Elisha the prophet heard about it and said don't worry king he addressed the king and says send Naaman to me God is raising up that prophetic voice again from his church that will speak to the king that will speak to leadership that will speak to the commanding heights of this nation the church has been mixed up and been afraid for too long of the tricksters but God is raising up a people who are as bold as a lion that will address the king and say thus said the Lord somebody say hallelujah we have been afraid for too long Elisha there is no record of how he heard but I want to believe that this prophet Elisha has been tried tested and proven and he had a true mantle and a true calling on his life nobody had to tell him nothing look here honey me don't want you try to whisper nothing in my ears I don't want to be plugged in the grapevine I want to hear from the Holy Ghost I want to be so tied up and wrapped up in him that when he speak everybody then know say I got tell me I saw it go Nobody must accuse me, say the laba laba mouth one teller. The prophet said, send him. So when Naaman arrived, he reached with his contingent, he reached with his group, his team. No doubt some soldiers were there. Elisha sent back a message. And said this is what you need to do he never came out personally to him he never said hi I heard about your situation I feel it for you I'm sorry he never did any of those pleasantries he just sent the instruction and said this is what you need to do upon getting the instruction in that way he turned around the Bible says and began to walk away in a rage how many times we want something to go our way 
And when it doesn't go our way, our flesh rises up in pride. How many times we come to church and say, I want to hear from that speaker. But when we see somebody else, we begin to, in the realms of the spirit, turn our back on the person. Yes, we're looking at them with our eyes, but in our spirit, it's like we're almost through the door because you didn't want to hear it from that messenger. You didn't want to hear it from that vessel, but God wanted you to hear it from that vessel because it said this time uh, at this place uh, you're gonna hear it uh, from that messenger and that's when you're gonna get your breakthrough you're gonna get your deliverance uh, you're gonna get that touch uh, that you have been looking for you see God will set up uh, something in an unexpected way because he is God uh, you can't afford uh, to miss uh, your breakthrough and your healing because you're looking for it in a set manner and if it don't come that way then you don't want it oh come on somebody man I wish I had a church that will be honest you're looking for things a certain way but when it not come the way there you're trying to reject the breakthrough you're almost about to miss it but can I tell you if a little child shall lead them if a little beer becomes stand up in front of you and begin to speak the word I beg you listen because God has a breakthrough God has your healing. God has the answer to your prayers. You want to dictate how God must move. And if Him not do it so, then you're not respond. Then go on, no? You're going to keep on missing it. I know God business that the prophet did not even come to the door many times we think we're all that and a bag of chips oh pastor must always uh, uh, be on the other side of the line when I call I uh, can't bother leave no voice message. Can't bother send no voice note. Because if he answer, uh, if he always answer the phone, honey, it no go so. Uh, you know the word and you can't read the word. Take up your own Bible and begin to declare over your body. Come on, somebody. You get the teaching and the training already. Apply yourself, Jubilee. We're sitting down for years and great teaching anointed teaching and we still don't apply ourselves over a quarter of what we have heard I'm taking my time you know this another speedy zoom zoom message because somebody need to move and because you take too long to stay where you're there uh, it's gonna take a little while to move you but when you begin to shift honey somebody says shift uh, God is gonna give an acceleration and uh, Naaman walked away in a rage and they had to come back and say come back here come back here you're about to miss something great. He got in pride. And how you know if it was pride? He said, are not there these great rivers 
where I'm coming from. Why do I have to go deep in that dirty water? Uh, right there, so in Israel, he was scorning the source of his miracle. Can I tell you, somebody turned their head in from Old Harbor Road and say, I hope there's some may I go. Then the road diggy diggy, uh, where them say may I go, uh, that big old building, yeah. Uh, why we couldn't go out there, so come on, somebody. This is where the move of God is happening. This is where things are about to shift in your life. When you go up there, so you are going to be a nominal Christian in name only. But in your so you have to live. Come on, somebody. You have to live because God has mandated that this place change and transform life. Somebody say hallelujah. Naaman said, but what, what, wait, what, what were they trying to tell me? Say, how oh, river not good enough? Yes, your river not good enough. Come on, somebody. Oh, your status, where you think cannot heal you. That's why you have a leprosy. If it could have delivered you, if Syria could have delivered you, if them pretty river could have delivered you, you wouldn't be coming. Oh, you're going from hobby man to hobby man. You're going from pharmacy, drugstore to drugstore. You buy up all kind of highland powder and you're still in bondage. Why you don't try Jesus? Why you don't trust Jesus? Why you don't? Oh, come on. Why you don't touch your burden bearer, the problem solver, or the healer in the sick room? He's able to bring you through. And he said, All right. He listened to reason. Sometimes it's not about the amount of prayer where somebody will pray for you. You have to get sense in your head. Some of you need some sense knock up in your head. And not even a prayer meeting you need. Huh? You need some common sense. If this is a place that God is moving, go there, stay there. But the instruction came. Not to dip one time. Not to dip two times. Not three not five, not six and stop, but a specific amount of times. Go deep seven times. Uh, read my Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Seven speaks to the number of perfection. Ah, uh, come on now. There were about seven raised up in Acts chapter 6 uh, to serve the church uh, as deacons. Seven speaking to a perfect number that God is working with. So even if he was obedient uh, to the instruction the first time, that was not good enough. Last week, the Lord did a deeper work of hovering over us. But can I tell you, this week, God is doing another work. So so what happened last week and the week before and the week before and the week before and the weeks before that uh, is good uh, but there's something more that God has for you you can't afford to miss what God has for you I didn't say what God has for them for maybe them can't satisfy with one dip uh, and it's good enough uh, or four dip uh, and it's good enough uh, but for you God has a specific and attained quantifiable amount of times, several times. He said, Keep going back 
back uh, and you know that that's when you're gonna get uh, your breakthrough so you're praying and you're crying out but God says no matter how you feel tired don't take a break from the house of God for this season of 50 day fasting don't miss a day I believe next week Sunday is the last day the 50th day I want to believe that God is going to give some unprecedented breakthroughs so he dipped the first time he dipped the second time went again the third and the fourth time but the leprosy was still there you're praying and you're asking God for a miracle you don't see it yet hold on tell somebody hold on don't give up sixth time even if you feel frustrated the leprosy was still there for Naaman but there's a seventh time coming there's a seventh time coming where when he gets up out of that river the leprosy will be gone somebody's praying for a breakthrough in their marriage and you're still seeing some problems in that spouse in that family life hold on the seventh time is coming ah god is about to wipe away every tear from your eye it don't matter how long the thing i want god said go deeper seven times somebody needs to go back into the prescription of prayer get on your knees spend some more time in the prayer closet with god deny yourself of what you like put on the phone and the whatsapp and say god i'm gonna close in with you i'm gonna lock in with you i'm gonna press in with you and watch god work ah when the seventh time came and Naaman got up out of that river ah the leprosy was gone the sickness and disease was gone the curse was gone from the great man's life can i tell somebody this afternoon go deep again for it's your time of healing and breakthrough it's your time of healing and deliverance go deep again come on somebody needs to forgive somebody because that's what god is waiting for and you say lord me forgive them every minute but then still trouble me uh, but until you forgive them you will not receive your healing and your breakthrough go deep again uh, go deep again tell somebody beside you go deep again for your healing and your deliverance your breakthrough is coming it is sure the seventh time is the time when it will come to pass somebody rejoice
some of your unforgiveness is holding you back when you're looking for your breakthrough a one way God is coming another way you see the true prophet is no one's puppet I said a true prophet is nobody's puppet you can't haul and pull them I don't know what you think a prophet supposed to do or behave like but a prophet is God's messenger God's servant I just said the Lord the prophet has to be consecrated so when the prophet speaker you gotta understand they are representing heaven Deuteronomy 18 20 to 22 it says but the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name which I have not commanded him to speak or that shall speak in the name of other gods even that prophet shall die and if you say in your heart how shall we know the word which the Lord has spoken has not spoken verse 22 when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord if the thing follows not nor come to pass that is a thing which the Lord has not spoken but the prophet has spoken it presumptuously thou shall not be afraid of him he didn't say that he wasn't a prophet he just said my talk all kind of something will come out of him heart he's not hearing what God is saying so he may be in the office of a prophet but not waiting to hear the dust set the Lord and he says you shall not be afraid of him can I tell you about the gift of prophecy uh, everyone should pursue the gift of prophecy 1st Corinthians 14 verse 1 the primary purpose of the prophetic ministry is to strengthen encourage and comfort believers verse 3 of 1st Corinthians chapter 14 but the Bible says in the following verse verse 4 the one who prophesies edifies or builds up the church so speaking in tongues is good but prophesying speaking out from God is far better why because you build up the church you give the church something edible something to work with something to run with Prophecy also brings conviction of sin to unbelievers or to the backslider. And verses 24 to 25 speaks to the secrets of men's heart being laid bare when there is a gift of prophecy in operation. The time has come for the true prophets to arise again you have been dormant for too long it's time for prophets in the church to see the Haitian boats coming in with the guns the when and the where and the who that is coming to get these guns in our nation in our ports it's time 
for the true prophets in the church to see when the new gangs are being formed across the nation. Can I tell you, we're wasting time. We're sitting on the anointing. We need to be activated again in these things that really matter and count for God. We need to see when the large meetings are being held and where and the faces that are going, even people from the church, pastors, preachers, who go mix up themselves, we need to see them in the realms of the spirit. And when they're trying to come in our churches and the houses of God and shut down the prayer meetings and mess up the church, we can point them out and call them out. We need true prophets. Elisha could hear the conversation of the king. We turn back every large head. I said we turn back every large head. We don't want them in our prayer meeting unless they are coming to repent. And so we give up every large spirit. Enough is enough. It's time the church stop compromising. Because we want status. The only status we need is that the Holy Ghost going to show up in our midst. That's all the status we need, baby. I'm not afraid of you. When the prophetic anointing is present, healing and deliverance is released. Elisha was a prophet, but he knew God and knew the word of the Lord for Naaman's healing and deliverance. There are some anointings when they are in the house, other breakthroughs happen. Oh God, I, I don't want you to miss that. You take church for one little something and Sunday does ordinary thing. But when the prophetic anointing shows up in the house, somebody is getting their deliverance where doctor can't give them. Come on somebody where somebody else cannot give them. Ah, that a job cannot bless you with. When the prophetic anointing is in the house, there is a miracle coming your way. Sonia. Come here, come here. Shekaroba. Elisha, E-L-I-S-H-A, was Elijah's nurse. Elisha walked around
Elisha walked around and washed Elijah's hands with water. And that happened for about 12 or so years. You may not be able to tell the span of time, but when theologians calculate and compute it, it was for a while. It means then that Elisha had time to learn the prophetic. I'm afraid too many want to just run in and run out again. Not taking the time to learn and understand how to carry a prophetic anointing. But this was more than an anointing. More than a smearing. This was a mantling and an office not just for the people but for nations. Remember Naaman came from another country. So sometimes the anointing that God is pouring out on somebody in the church is not just for the people around them, not just for the community, but it's for the nations. Who am I talking to? You're here in Jubilee at 36 Valdez Road, but what you're getting from God is not just for Jamaica. It is for the nations. Somebody, hallelujah, you're about to go on a place to do ministry to release a church because what you have is not just for this nation it cannot be contained in four walls or by one boundary of a nation you have to go up 30,000 feet or more and transition and go through the atmosphere go through strong men and strongholds over borders. You're called to penetrate borders. Your prayers, your prophetic voice is called to release other captives in other nations. Somebody say hallelujah. Jubilee, your time of raising up has come. You're in church for a long time. But some of you, you have been settling and satisfying with a low level. God is saying, it's time for the mantle to be passed over you. For you to be raised up. For Elisha. He was behind 12 yokes of oxen. And he was behind the 12th yoke. The Bible says. But when Elijah found him. He showed. 
Put your bag aside. Hey, ropa ba 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 ba. Ye da ba kore ba When he was behind that twelfth yoke of oxen, the time had come for him to leave his mother and his father and his comfort zone. Some of you have been in a comfort zone for a long time. But when the anointing hits you, you know you have to leave it behind and move on. There's a higher place. There's a higher calling. God says release. Ah, there are women's convention in you. There are prophetic conventions in you. Roboshika. There are some people for you to be releasing right about now. Ah, but you can't release them at this low level. God says you must come up to a higher level. Come up higher, says God. Come up higher, says God. Come up higher, says God. Elijah. That's the one that called on the fire at Mount Carmel. When he passed the mantle over Elisha, he did it at a place where he was frustrated and weary, tired and discouraged. And God said, okay, you're tired, you're weary, you're running from Jezebel. This is the answer. There is an Elisha for you to raise up. Woman of God, your days of worship have only just begun. Your days of worship. Uh, uh, songwriting uh, is coming. Uh, songwriting is coming. Uh, it's time to rise up, says God. Uh, you're going to go on the plane. Uh, you're going to go to conferences. Uh, you're going to go to worship sessions. Uh, you're going to lead worship. Robo shaka robo bobo you're gonna go you're gonna go it's time to go it's time to go shekaroba city rabaka draw on the anointing honey draw on the anointing draw on the anointing you're going you're going pastor joy pastor joy there's a wisdom. There's a wisdom. Oh, Jesus. To be released in churches. There's a wisdom. There's a wisdom. Can we just keep praying? If you, if you feel this is too deep for you, just pray. Because God wants to release you to, to other churches and uh, other groups in the, in the nations. There's an open door already. But God said there's more. There is more. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle, says God. Don't settle. 
Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. It's your time. It's your time to go. 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 Somebody say go. It's your time of going. Jesus. Mm. Come on, somebody get in prayer, get in prayer, get in prayer. Get in prayer, get in prayer, get in prayer. Get in prayer. It's activation time. Get in prayer, get in prayer, get in prayer. Get in prayer. God promise that once his talith is passed over you, your life will never be the same again. The gifts and the calling are activated in you. Begin, begin a lifelong time of service, activation, acceleration. My God, 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 my God. We store the gifts and the calling of God in you. You have been dormant for too long. You have been distracted for too long. Rise up, woman of God. Rise up, says the Lord. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Separation. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't go back. Trust me, says the Lord. I saw her. I saw her. I saw her. I saw her. Shake Woman of God, can you stand up, please? Some things were spoken over you at a certain event in your life. Something went in a way that it shouldn't have gone. And some things were said at the time. I even hear the Lord saying that you even said some things. But today is today. As this mantle has been passed over you, those things are reversed now. They are reversed. They are reversed. They are reversed. Some destruction, some things of destruction were said. But we reverse them now in the name of Jesus. We speak life all over you. We raise up this heavy anointing on your prophetic anointing it's a strong anointing and it comes at times but then it it's like it's not there but we activate the anointing from this day on as the mantle the talit is passed over you let it stay a little while 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 let it stay a little while. The things you have been praying for, 
that have been staying and pausing a little while they are coming they are coming they are manifesting they are manifesting now is the time says God now is the time do not doubt do not doubt but believe believe says God Jesus. Mm. Elisha left the twelve yoke of oxen, left his comfort zone. And as he left, as he left, he moved with Elijah. When he moved with Elijah, it was a place of death. Sometimes God would put you beside somebody. And where you thought you were number one is like you're number zero. Oh, can I talk to somebody? It's not that you don't have value. But it's as if everything that you thought you were before... God says it has to take a back seat so that the greater things that you must step up into will actually be magnified. I don't know if that's making any sense. You thought you were all that and a bag of chips. You were number one. You were the life of the party where you were before. But where God is taking you to is a greater place. And he has to humble you. He has to say it's like nobody is going to know you. Nobody is going to see you. Elisha was richer than Elijah. He left a place of wealth. He left a place of notoriety so that he may come into greater. Uh, it speaks to Elisha doing twice as many miracles as Elijah his leader. What price are you willing to pay for what God has for you? If you stay in the place that you were you're not going to make it to God's best. But if you shift, tell somebody, it's time for a shift. It's time for a shift. Elisha the prophet understood that it was not time to be licky-licky. If it's not God, Lord, if it's not you, then Lord, it's nothing. Elisha said, yes, I heard the word. I gave the instruction. I was obedient and faithful to my God. I don't need nothing in return. Naaman said, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to pay you for what you have done. Can I tell you, after you have obeyed God, you don't need no pay from people. God will bless you in due time. God will elevate you the way he wants to elevate you. Can I tell you, being obedient to God is an elevation in it 
itself. Uh, you don't need no more elevation. You don't need the applause of men to get by because it can be a setup. Some of us as Christians, we're living our lives for the applause of men, but it's a setup to keep you from God's best. Tell somebody, I want God's best. I want the purity of the anointing. I want the purity of the presence of God in my life. I don't need no mix-up men's applause that wants something from me. Elisha said, I don't want it. I don't need it. Naaman wanted to insist, but he moved on. But then Gehazi, the servant, and one chapter before, there was a Shunammite woman who had a son that died. And when the prophet sent his staff with the servant Gehazi to go lay on the, the son that died, the Bible says nothing happened. Why did nothing happen? Was because the prophetic was not on him. The call of God was not on him. The consecration of God was not in him. And so when he took the prophet's staff, laid it on the dead child, nothing happened. But when the prophet arrived and laid on him and stretched out over the sun, he got a back. Resurrection power is released when the prophetic comes in a room. So Gehazi, licky licky, and yummy yummy, greedy and covetous sent persons to go collect from Naaman. So even though Naaman said, I'm going to stop doing worship in the house of Rimon, he was still saying, yes, I'm going to stop, but I still have to walk with my master going there. He was still too close to idolatry. And so God said to Elisha, not take nothing. But Gehazi, licky licky, and red eye, said, No man, all of them something I can't go on. And Elisha looked like he had no sense. And no one, nothing. I go get something. And he went and he told a lie. Be careful who you walk with. Some people don't value the anointing. They don't value consecration. At any minute, everything fly out of their mouth. They don't care. They sin against God and it's like nothing. They don't feel it. But you feel it because you're called out. And you have a purpose, a special purpose in God. Can I tell you, child of God, young people, you can't walk with any or anybody. You can't sit down with any anybody. You can't laugh at any or any joke. You have to be more careful about the anointing and the call of God on your life. You can live for years, but you don't value you don't regard the anointing, the oil that God puts on you to deliver people, to set the captives free, to shift principalities and powers. So I have to constantly ask and ask God to help and guard my heart with all diligence. 
And when I say I begin to slip and fall, I have to shake up myself and beat the body under. Gehazi was just a servant. Some people, when they are walk with you, are just servant spirit they have. They are only in it for what they can get. They are just willing to get by day after day. They are not fearing God. They are not honoring the presence of God. They are not careful about the things they say and the things they look at and the things they touch. Gehazi was of such Sister Sherdine. He lied and said, my master said, Elisha never said nothing like that. They will tell lies on you. Be careful who you walk with. Some of us are walking with the wrong people. Just for keep friends. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. It divides and separates you from God. I don't need all the friends in the world, baby. And if you feel you want to play the fool, I gang get left you. I gang left you. I have no problem with that. Because when I need something from God, I don't need God to tell me that there's an offense that is keeping you from your miracle. Gehazi ran down and got people to take the thing. When he went back, the prophet said, where have you been? He said, when you have the prophetic anointing. That's why I don't in the chatty, chatty business. Uh, sometimes we're chatting too much, but we're not demonstrating uh, no true anointing. Uh, and that's why you got to be slow to speak, uh, uh, quick to listen. Uh, hallelujah. You got to wait until a manifestation come. Because the prophet where he was said, did not my spirit uh, go and see when you were doing that? And I heard every word you said. Yeah, boy, right? it didn't mash up there, so the daddy house mash up right there so. because all his lies were in vain. A true prophet can see through it. Can I tell you? You can come and tell me any lie you want, and if my Wi Fi not working, I will say, eh, hey, yeah, yeah, so it go. But can I tell you when the prophetic is activated, uh, try no bother come. Uh, because if you're going to tell lie, like Ananias and Sapphira, you're going to drop down dead in front of everybody. Gehazi told a lie. Wanted the things of this world were of more value to him than being set apart. Young person, you're in high school, you're in tertiary institutions they're gonna try to say if you don't have a girlfriend if you don't have a boyfriend you're not going with nothing maybe you are fish you're a parrot well might as well then call your holly button because you're not going to depart from the things of God for them and miss up and mess up come on somebody Walk straight with God. Stay on the straight and on the narrow. 
And we older people have to pray for the younger ones. It's not easy. There is peer pressure. Gehazi couldn't control himself. You got to see things and cut your eye past it. When the little girl, them now dressed properly in them clothes and every plate and cockroach drop out and every spoon and everything are hung out. Come on. And I print out. No long you half a hit. And if the young man them are wear so like a tight up something where everything I drop down and everything I print out. Come on, man. Cut your high pass it. Full up yourself for Jesus and give the word. Tell somebody, give the word, give the word, give the word. The prophet said, Because you have done this, and I told you not to do it, don't touch it. The leprosy that was on Naaman is now coming up on you. Can I tell somebody that thing that you were thinking to touch, no touching. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's not worth it. Now I'm closing. Telling somebody, go deep again. If you feel like giving up from prayer, we have one more week left. Just a few days. Break it down to a few hours. Because really, time has accelerated so much in this season. It's like a few hours. Days have become hours. Weeks are like days. Months are like weeks. Time is being compressed because the coming of the Lord is very, very near. You can't afford to miss God. Naaman almost missed God. And then you might say, but he was not in covenant. I am in covenant. I have known God all my years for so many years. But can I tell you, you can still miss God. Because of your orientation. Because of where you have stayed for too long. You have stayed at a place of stagnation for too long. A place of unbelief for too long. A place of religion for too long. But the time has come for you to dip again. To go back to that source that God has set up for you and only you. Not about them but you the song said it's me oh lord standing in the need of prayer i can't call my mother and my brother and my sister in this because maybe they're not as interested i can't wait on a good friend or a best friend for this because maybe they're otherwise occupied but right now god is speaking to me 
God is calling me into a place where this is the only thing that will bring me deliverance. This is the only thing that will open up the door for my breakthrough. And I am ready to dip again. I'm ready to throw aside my pride and the haughty places of my heart so that I may touch God, that I may access this breakthrough, that I may reach for this miracle. Who am I talking to? You're ready to dip again. You're ready to dip again. Leave your seat and come. God is calling you to come and dip at the altar. This is a place. Leave your seat and come and dip into his presence. Dip into his anointing. Dip into his river. Dip into that place where he says, I want to touch you. I want to fill you up. I want to burst open the doors of breakthrough and miracle. Come with a praise. Come with a worship. Come with a thanksgiving. Come with something to God. Come with an offering. If you have to lift your hands to him, lift your hands to him. You're in a season of miracle. You're in a season of breakthrough. Sister Cartello, what is it you have been praying for? God says he's releasing it now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Your miracle. Your miracle has been released upon your obedience. Come on, somebody. You need to press through until you are pressed through. You need to press in. I'm not hearing you I'm not hearing you I can't do it for you I'm just releasing the word the prophetic anointing is heavy in this house where there is a prophetic there is healing and deliverance oh Reba Kosheka Oh, 